Start recording. We'll start recording. We'll start recording. We will start recording. We will start recording. I had a dream last night where <coughs> I was trying to do the podcast, but I hadn't cleared my throat. And then I cleared my throat to start the podcast, but then I realized that clearing my throat probably wasn't the best way to start the podcast. And this was, of course, in my dream. This doesn't really reflect my waking beliefs, which are that clearing your throat is actually a really good thing to do, and maybe some people think it's rude, or maybe I, yes, should have done it before I hit the record. But really... If we're not doing these things in the very moment that we, our bodies are sending us signals that we need to take care of them, if we're not doing, if we're not um, jumping on that roller coaster of um, body integration, listening alignment, and we're not coughing or clearing our throat or sneezing or um, laughing or saying something in the moment that we realize we should, then. You can't really um, come back from that. Not necessarily in a, in a, in a crazy-ass, scary sense. But if you don't hit something the moment that it's coming up, then you're never going to hit it. Because you've missed that moment. And yes, maybe it'll come up again in a genuine, authentic moment, but you're not in control of that. So... Therefore, it's best to just take it as it comes and go with the flow and do the, actually do the clearing throat during the very beginning of the podcast, even though people say it's unprofessional. I mean, the whole problem is the fact that we have these ideas and rules that have nothing to do with who we really are as this human, but they are these filtered um, concepts that we push ourselves inside of to try and prove that we are smart or evolved or worthwhile to society or attractive to our mates, and by mates I mean friends, or having sex appeal to people that we want to have sex with, which is a different thing being attracted to your mates or potential mates if you're not friends yet already so hello everybody <clears throat> hello <clears throat> see I need to spit I got some spit do you see that oh check out the patreon if you want to see my spit in my mouth on my tongue if you want to see the video <laughs> I got some spit and I can't actually spit like the <clears throat> Ugh, yeah, I just swallowed my spit instead of doing what I should be doing according to my dream state reality, which is spit on the ground, spit on the floor of my apartment, and continue with the show, because the show must go on. But, you know, I'm not going to do that, because I do feel that's a direct path towards just immediate um, degradation of my entire living space. <laughs> anyway, hello, hi, welcome to Formless... Formless... Formlessness. Hi, welcome to Formlessness Podcast. It's the show that's always being. And what is it being? Do we need to know? Do you need to send 
me a tweet or a DM or an email telling me what the show is always being so I can read it in front of at the beginning and then before I even clear my throat at the beginning of any of these episodes so that we can establish some two-way relationships in this very historically one-way kind of medium format of broadcast, podcast. Do you need to do that? No, you don't. We don't have to decide what everything is and put concepts into things. But if you want to, if you want to tell me what the show is always being, you can tweet the show. Dis, 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 dim the show on Instagram. It's cool how tweeting is just one word and you know it and it's like the platform and it's the action. But Instagram, it's like, fucking, fuck you, you know? God. Damn, dude, fuck. What the fuck? God damn. Oh, man. Alright, well, we did it. We're in the sh- we're in the show. Thanks for being here. Um, thanks for having a fun time. I'm feeling pretty much like I'm going to give you a little preview of this song I made. Because it's all, all hooked up and I do need to take a sip of coffee. And I'm glad that we're in the show and we do have the space to do this. And the space has been set. And the platform has been foundationalized to the point where I can say these some of these lies that aren't actual words that are being authenticated through some form of uh, someone who decided to write a book of a dictionary and decide which words are real and which words are not real. If you're doing that, and if you're, if you're qualifying words that aren't real <clears throat> and not saying them in the flow of conversation and saying, oh, but that word's not real, don't do that. Don't do that, okay? You, you're valid, and these words are real, and I very much enjoy hearing people speak off the tongue and through the cuff, and um, by, by saying some of these words that maybe don't make sense, but they do make sense, foundationalized. You all know what that means. Heck, maybe it even is a word that would be said to be one of the ones that is in the dictionary. But, you know, <laughs> it is annoying to me. <clears throat> these qualifications and these, like, self-awareness um, block, what are they? They're just, like, these these things that people are, like, saying in their, inside of what they're saying, people are saying these things to to create boundaries so that they don't get fucking made fun of and being mean to by people who say, oh, you don't talk right. You talk the other way that's wrong and you're not doing it right and you're not the being the one who is being attractive to the, your mates because of it. And it's like, what the... F- it's just like... It's just like... Um, okay.
So that's my song. <coughs> so that's my song. Thanks for listening to it. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks for watching the podcast on Patreon. Give me that money, please. Give me that money, please. Um, um, yes, this is the show that's always been the show that's very, very worth your while. And if you're listening to this and if you're watching this, I truly am so grateful for your existence. And I do feel like, um, this show naturally creates, um, many, many, many tiny barriers to entry that aren't really barriers to entry, but it does result in the, the, whoever the audience is, whoever you are for this, um, I, you know, much respect to you, and I do just hit it right back to you, you know what I'm saying, like, back at, right back at you if you're listening to the show. That's what I want to say, and thank you very much for giving me that money. So, um, so on the show today, <laughs> I'm going to just um, talk about... My early, my doing what I'm mostly talking about these days, which is just like trying to go through my past childhood life experience to establish a perspective and a understanding of my time on this earth in a way where I can once again remember, remember. Um, do you remember 20 foot song? I just, yeah, so I can remember my 21st song and remember how to be long. How to be long? I already know how to be long, <laughs> baby girl. I'm long as a motherfucker. Hey, I'll along you all the way to your destination. Comtown. <laughs> that was the ad. Thanks to Comtown for sponsoring this podcast. I do not. Um, I don't like those guys. <laughs> I don't. That's not true. I don't really know them. I don't feel drawn to their podcast or their what I know of the the comedy, the comedy, the comedy. Although they've got a great name. So I'll give it to them for that. They do seem to be holding down the east side. So thanks to them for giving for sponsoring the show. Back that was a very integrated ad. Um, so let's get back to my, my real point and my real topic of just wanting to uh, go through my my uh, talk through my experiences of childhood and my perspective of being alive through these different phases to hopefully understand how to function. Um, now and how to be able to have a relationship with myself, true my true self, my actual being alive, and also a relationship with my identity in a way which can allow me to feel good and be happy and be able to share some of these passions and these loves of doing stuff with other people that that um, sharing in that niceness of making it funny and making it making music and um making it to be what you what you watch uh, uh, making it be what you watch 
It's me making movies, is what I'm saying, and doing the comedy and making music. Um, and why do I feel so bad? <laughs> why do I hate my way I look? Why do I be so anxious? And why is... And, well, it's really like... Well, <laughs> it really, um, it's actually, um, like, um, really what it, uh, what it is, um, is... <sighs> Here's me, growing up in a wheat farm, 22 years old. Everything's going great. All of a sudden, boom, I get shot down by a big spear from the flying, one of the people flying the first planes. And I'm dead. And then I get reborn. Here I am, waking up, being born into my mama's um, womb. And then my mama carried me in her womb. And she's drinking coffee and being anxious and then and then she carries me in a room with her body in a certain way and then I come out of the womb and my spine is like got a little scoliosis I'm a little bit off center I'm a little bit out of whack I've got you know um non not what's it called non center I always forget this word. Why do I always forget this word? Is it because of me being born in the womb? Or is it because of some other reason? It couldn't be. So I'm born this way. <laughs> you know, um, Lady Gaga. And I'm going to school and I'm looking at my parents and I'm being like, I'm sick. I have... I have fever, I'm throwing up, I'm so thirsty, but my mom won't give me water because she says I'm going to throw up, but I'm thirsty and I need water. And why does she have this idea about what's right and wrong when I know that I'm thirsty? And I'm looking at them moving. <laughs> and again, I'm learning how do I love myself with sharing my perspective. My perspective is that I come into the world, everyone treats me like shit, everything fucking sucks, I know exactly what should be done what I need to do to make my needs met to be happy and healthy and have everyone be happy and healthy I understand what's going on with this reality and yet I'm not able to share my voice or take action in terms of those things my um, entire childhood and so therefore my ability now that I am an adult I feel very anxious about moving towards any of the things that I want because I'm so used to I felt so powerless to just constant um, yeah this, like low level constant trauma of like not being able to set any boundaries or speak up for my needs or get my needs met um, or be seen as who I am um, yeah it's just weird like being like being born and then being who you are, being a person, and then, like, not being able to communicate who you are to the people you're around, not for lack of trying, but because they just simply, there's no space for that kind of thing. Uh, and I'm not trying to, like, I don't feel a sense of blame towards this. I really, yeah, again, I'm, st I'm really trying to, to navigate this without adding even more self-hate onto my 
feelings about myself because I feel so bad about talking about this and I just feel like but this is like the problem itself it's like I was aware of this way back in the day and I didn't talk about it because I didn't want to make the people I was around feel bad or or anything but then that just transitioned into me you know uh, being even more uh, devoid and in a deficit of, of having my my needs met because I just um um let go of what I needed at a very deep core level to try and um dissipate the suffering of other people which comes from a good place but it um I it doesn't work it's not functional it just left me feeling even more um uh you know in an even more deficit of of being functional because I don't feel worth um sharing what I need in a given moment and then I can't hold a good vibe because I'm anxious I'm not getting my needs met because I'm not giving myself my needs because I wasn't allowed to give myself my needs when I was trying very very hard to do that for most of my childhood um be it at home or in school or with uh friends I just felt constantly being forced to do things that were not right or good for me in very very mean ways um and being chided and um, made fun of and degraded for trying to speak up for myself and advocate for my boundaries and, you know, my needs and my safety. Um, Yeah, so I want to continue talking about this so that I can um, stop hating myself for my perspective about this like basically it's just like i need to be able to share my experience but i have trouble doing that because i feel like so often it comes across as me like i don't want to impose blame on anyone or continue adding to these loops of disempowered chaotic suffering of people but it's like i was born into that and I've experienced that to the point where I can't it has it has um infected influenced my life so much I can't you know uh function um and so I need to be able to to talk about this to work through this but it's so difficult to heal from this kind of stuff because um throughout my life of needing and trying basically continuously to to talk about this and um you know converse and um just even in other areas not the same as this just share you know the feelings of the experiences that we have as humans um that backfires so much because of this there's a there's a lot of deep running patterns um where people are kind of um afraid to feel and look at the feelings that make them uncomfortable or uh, yeah any sort of uncomfortability or insecurity or self-reflection there's like a very deep um stuff going on where people um they're uncomfortable doing that so when i for example will talk to someone about something i'm going through something i'm feeling something that is that is sensitive and vulnerable to me and it it requires that strength to uh, 
continue to share and express it beyond the uncomfortability that that these feelings uh, bring up which again it's like it's like already like a difficult thing <clears throat> but then to like do that and then have people um, shut you down and project their own fears and insecurities onto you just for bringing up those feelings in them instead of healing it which is what will happen if you can express something to someone who can just hear you you can start to heal and you can start to you know uh, understand your own experience of what your perspective is in the moments when you're expressing these things that's like what is healing it's like doing this podcast for me is that because it is enough of a uh, of a thing like it's like I, I i i this is a little bit of a tangent but it's like i've struggled with like i i re separate from all of this i want to create good fulfilling entertaining positive cool content <clears throat> um and so it's been difficult for me to try and do this podcast when i just obviously need to speak about these things because they're just um such a huge portion of my life and it's again it's like i can't do anything else i can't really function <clears throat> i don't have any ability uh anymore to be present in a way that's not influenced by these these wounds um so i need to talk about them so my point is being like i'm conflicted about putting this podcast out as content for people on a different level i know that it is good and it is beneficial regardless but it's just interesting how like I want to create good things, but I can't because I need to uh, express and process and he heal from these wounds just by by integrating my experience of them in in the sense of being able to t speak about them and ex and uh, through speaking about them, learn the pathways of expression of these feelings, develop new ones and integrated ones where I can understand my past experiences um, in a way that is clear and not uh, influenced by shame or um, doubt or fear or uh, many, any further distortions um, so that I can then have a clear, neutral, open space to be doing formlessness podcast, which is going to, you know, it, it's, it is, it's the show that's always being, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's uh, the point is that... Um, if I were to speak about this, um, uh, without putting it out, it wouldn't be doing, uh, to me, for me, it wouldn't be um, creating the necessary um, concoction to create the healing. Because it's like, in order to speak about this, I need to create a funnel for being able to be heard. If I was just recording myself doing this or just talking to myself about doing this, first of all, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put in the, I wouldn't be able to put in the effort because I just wouldn't see the point. But now it's, yeah, it's just interesting how I'm in this, in this place where it's like, I need to be putting this out in order to fulfill the, the, the cycle of healing with this stuff. But then it also creates its own feedback loop where it's like, I'm feeling ashamed and bad about putting out this bad content. Um, and it's, you know, I get into these things of like, it's ruining my self image or whatever. 
Which is also funny because then I, as soon as I'm feeling connected to myself, I intentionally and confidently ruin my self-image because um, self-image is what creates suffering. Um, not not being aware or in control of your self-image is the feeling of being in a flow of um, just experience, which is which is what feels good. So that was a bit of a tangent, but I did get some good stuff out about my. Uh, childhood and with that being said i think it's now time to move into a little bit of a different portion of the show or you could call it a segment i don't like that word you could call it a portion i don't really like that word either poor shun you know what i mean i don't want to shun the poor people this again here we go we're in the new segment i mean we're in the new section sec sex shun i don't want to shun sex either that's another thing we could talk about. Sex is really good. Being horny is really, really good. Um, yeah, I guess this is what I should talk about. Well, I was going to talk about poor people, but instead I'll talk about the horniness. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I'll talk about poor people, and then I'll end the episode. And it will be 47 minutes long. That's my guess. We're at, we're at approximately 25. Oh, I do. Uh, it's very important. Very important. Very, 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 very important news update about last episode. Near the beginning of last episode, I did try and do a funny joke where I said the time of the episode. You know what I'm saying? I said, it's 20, it's whatever minutes. It's whatever minutes and seconds I said when I look on the screen and I see how long I've been recording. But it turns out that I actually wasn't recording at the start of the timeline, so that was incorrect information. I'm very sorry for that, and I just need to acknowledge that, and that is just a little bit of an update and just a little bit of a note about last episode. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, back to being horny and having sex. Um, this is something that's very good, and this is, again, I mean, this is just going back to what I've been trying to talk about for fucking months now at this point, which is just like the feedback loops of energy that are created with uh, this physical reality where it's like, <clears throat> here I am being a kid, being fucked with by everyone, and just being used to, you know, fucking, you know, just from the beginning, just from the fucking very beginning, everyone in my life... <laughs> Here I am, just a very sensitive boy, just trying to walk into a place, be standing there, not not doing anything, not talking to anyone, not not talking to anyone, just fucking being in my own space, being in my own energy, being who I am, and then people just fuck me. People, people make fun of me, people shame my appearance, people... Uh, use me as a um, punching bag. People use me as a means to put their troubles onto so that I get the one who's getting in trouble. I can't think of the right word for that. People frame me. That's the word. Teachers pick, pick, pick on me. Everyone just fucks me. My mom fucks me. My dad is, um, you know, too traumatized to be present. My mom only gives me physical affection after fucking uh, emotionally and um, mentally just degrading me, abusing me, screaming at me and saying the meanest things and then giving me a hug afterward. 
So all these things play into this shit where it's like, and then, of course, I'm just extremely sexual. I'm a sex monster, and I'm very proud to say that at this point. I've, I'm a sex monster. I've been a sex monster since I was like six or seven, just thinking about naked women, trying to see them going, being at the pool as like a seven-year-old, being like, holy fuck, look at all these girls in bikinis. Oh, my God. I want to go into the women's locker room and see them naked. But I can't because even then it's like this feeling of like uh, something that already by that point had been implanted in me. This idea of like I'm a pervert or I'm like a fucking the worst thing you could possibly be for having sexual energy. Truly, I didn't know it in those terms then, but that was like already just like in me. Um, and then it just like it's just so interesting how this stuff like recreates itself where it's like then like i um yeah and then like by the time i'm like in middle school age um the people i'm around the 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 peers the girls i'm around everyone is like so you know traumatized themselves and so infected by this horrible shameful conditioning through uh religion or just through uh abuse which is like kind of half and half. It's like the people I grew up around were either like very fundamentalist Christian people who of course have, some, you know, this crazy ass sex fuckery or they're like military conservative atheist people who just like their whole life is just like physical trauma. Um, phys- their whole culture is just physical abuse. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I'm continued to be shamed for yeah it's just like i don't know i guess like there's like this whole phase of me like when i'm probably like you know coming into my true sensuality around like 11 12 13 um man i guess at that age i was already at this point of like just not wanting to talk to anyone because i just didn't want to continue this feeling of uh every time i exist into someone or around someone I just results in more more trauma no one's ever like nice to me or kind to me or anything like that like there's like these tiny moments of that but there's no it's just like tiny moments of that inside of just like a constant you know waiting for the next trauma to happen so by that by that time I was like already just like not really able to open up or talk to anyone then when I got a little bit older, like probably 14, 15, 13, 14, 15, I started to experience the natural relational existence that I hold, which is the fact that when I'm a- when I'm able to have any level of capability of presence then I talk to people and people enjoy talking to me because I am very emotionally intelligent and literally my only intention for anyone that I talk to when I'm in a place of presence is to uh, assist and support them in their own um, self-actualization. That is what gives me fulfillment and joy and connection is talking to people and allowing them to express what they need to express to move through the distortions of their perception of who they are and to allow them to feel the truth of their inherent beauty and value and to support them in whatever 
way and whatever creative or artistic passion they have or to do, you know, anything like that. So then I would be in this situation where um, girls would talk to me and flirt with me very, you know, very, very obvious what was going on. And I already like felt extremely afraid and unworthy of any sort of uh, sexual or intimate relationship or connection but then what would wind up so I wouldn't like jump on it when it was like first there for me you know if like a girl comes on to me I still I still to this day have this thing where it's like I've said this so many times but it's just like I go through life I'm so lonely I'm so like alone and then I'll feel good for some reason um I'll get, I'll get to the point of feeling good and then like this happened just like a few days ago it's like I'm walking out of my apartment this girl's like walking on the sidewalk and she says like hello to me and I'm like so flabbergasted by the fact that this girl is like saying hello to me because I'm just so used to feeling miserable about how I look and who I am and um, having but it's like the reason I felt miserable is because this is, this is kind of getting convoluted but it's like the reason I feel so miserable is because like of what would happen in, in high school and stuff where girls would flirt with me and then just because, you know, I have uh, infectious ability to connect with people. People like that. But it's like, what, I, what, would, what would wind up happening is like, I would be, I would talk to these girls and I would get them to feel really good about themselves and then they would feel horny and then they would go fuck the, you know, whatever stupid ass sports jock <clears throat> and they would continually even through these conversations and this flirting and stuff, it was, it was just, you know, just like all just like manipulative shit where it's like they would flirt with me to get my attention and then I would talk to them and I would make them feel good about themselves naturally and then they would make fun of how I look or insinuate all these things of like, you know, you're, uh, all this, just all this toxic, distorted stuff about my body and my appearance and my, who I am just as a, as a person. So now here I am going through life as an adult, just like having this self image of just like feeling so bad about myself, feeling so, um, yeah, ugly, worthless, all this shit. And it's just like so weird how this stuff just like continues to recreate itself where it's like, in this thing that happened a couple of days ago, it's like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like in, in a new place of goodness energetically. I'm not feeling self-conscious. I'm like walking out of my apartment feeling like, wow, I'm feeling like not self-conscious and grounded. And then in that moment, this girl sees me and I can tell that she likes, I don't have like filters up against my heart. So she like sees that on my face. You know, this is just kind of like inherent vulnerability of like non- uh, constructed self-image, you know, I'm just like in this rare moment of feeling uh, safe and peaceful enough to just exist naturally without like, you know, creating these, um, these blocks around my heart and shit. So then this girl like says hi to me, but then it's again, it's just like immediately is so like flabbergasting and triggering to me because first of all, I feel like, you know, the, the last 5,000 girls I've passed, passed by have just like reciprocated this feeling of um, me being worthless and stupid and crazy and what or whatever all this shit is um, because I almost yeah I don't know that's like a different tangent uh, I was just gonna say like 
I've I've gone through this phase recently of learning that how much I open my heart to every single person I pass by on the street because I'm like so lonely and desperate for human connection. But that like backfires again. It's like I just then get like so much negative feedback from that because it's like first of all I'm opening myself up in this way of being in need of validation or love or whatever and so that already is like creating this karma of like i'm probably not going to get it from trying to like come at this from that place but then also it's just like all of the distortions of humanity are just like piled onto my heart when i do that so i have learned how to kind of like um move about the outer world um without shutting down my heart and shutting down my vulnerability but also without opening up my aura to all the energies around me it's like uh, it's a great thing that i'm excited about uh, experiencing because before now i haven't known uh, a path to do both of those things at the same time it's like before now i've felt like i either am open to everything or i like shut myself down and steal myself off to everything and i haven't seen the path of um maintaining a vulnerable open heart while also um continuing strong and and, and having uh, strong boundaries and um, energetic um limitations on uh, my auric field so that's cool and interesting um yeah getting back to this stuff though it's just like it's just like these feedback loops of like needing wanting that so much because I, I guess my like true nature is just like and this is, again, something I've recently discovered and learned. It's like, I haven't been able to understand my real, the meaning of sex because of all of this baggage and the distortions of the world where it's like, I have been like taught that sexual energy is like always, I don't even know how to like approach this. I mean, I guess like the true, the true thing is that I love people. Nah, that's not true. I guess the thing is, like, I have love to give. I'm a loving person. And I... That's really all it is. And Sex is just a physical representation of that. And I know now that I can be... I can have sex in the ways I want to. In the, in the way of... Um, I don't... Like, I guess just, like... Yeah, just, like... The true nature of sex is just like an actual representation of uh, love. That's all that it is, and it doesn't have any qualifiers other than that. It's like it's it's not like you can only do that if you have like a committed monogamous relationship, or you can only do that if you have like vanilla sex or whatever. So coming back to that place of knowing, but it's like I I I don't even know how to know myself as that because there's so much connection. There's like this this like fusing of of the idea that sexual energy is bad and i have so much experience of like trying to communicate my feelings to people and having them just you know from their own traumatic background project all this shit onto me you know it's like these girls would flirt with me in high school and then i would acknowledge that they were flirting with me and they would either like degrade me and say like you know make fun of my appearance or they would say that I'm, you know, like a pervert or uh, uh, yeah. all that shit that comes from this this religious background stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting, like, how 
this this stuff is just never ending. These these energies, these uh, this shit, the momentum that that trauma and um, distorted perceptions being pushed. Yeah, it's just like I feel like I've felt very in touch with my real self and my undistorted being, but the distortions that have been, I've allowed to pile on me through my choice to forego my own needs in order to try and lessen the suffering of others, and then the, just like the trauma that's been placed on me from other people that has nothing to do with my choice or anything, you know, my decision. It's like, um, uh, you, you, they have like real, real momentum and real feedback and it creates this feedback of just recreating itself where it's like, um, I'm in this, going back to this recent example, it's like, I'm in this place of feeling like so, just weird. It's like, as soon as I feel good about myself, this girl says hello to me. You know, and it's like a girl who's like amazingly beautiful. And then it's just like as soon as I, f- but it's like taken me months and months to get to this point where I feel naturally good enough to be in that energy to create that experience that just happens naturally. But as soon as it happens, it triggers all that stuff again. And then I just immediately go back to to square one, to the beginning of being like, you know, in this situation, it, it happened where she's like, hello. And I was like, hello. And just in my voice, I was like so surprised that she was talking to me that it just like already created her rejecting me because because it's like why would this person be so surprised that someone's saying hello? You know what I mean? It's like it's crazy. It, and and it all really is healed and solved through completely letting go of um the need to appear as a certain way to someone um what i mean is like if i have if i put my complete and total energy into only caring for myself how i'm feeling in a way that doesn't have any sort of like relationship or reaction to other people or other concepts external concepts um like if i didn't care about being liked or being accepted or being seen as being attractive then and I really didn't care about that and I was just living my life in a way where you know I feel these things and I'm not like departing from the, the human experience at all but I'm really just putting my entire bank of resources into um just a different area, just a different way of existing where I'm like, um, I'm not really putting any energy into those concepts and those ideas. Um, and I'm just living through my body, living, you know, pay, putting all my resources, all my mental resources into what's, what makes me feel balanced, what makes me feel good and stuff. Then I would have that natural confidence in those wavelengths of, um, uh, just normal momentum energy of self where I would just be able to go with the flow of that experience and just uh, accept that experience into my reality without any doubt or any um, disbelief or anything like that. And what I mean is like, 
And this has happened to me as well. When I get on this, these waves of just natural self-being, which does not have any relationship or care or reaction to the past or to other people or to um, anything like that. And then it just things naturally happen. And yeah, I've just been kind of like um, dancing between these two things of um, experiencing the one. And, and before I move too far away from this, I just want to say it's like the only thing that allowed me to say and to think about this experience of not being engaged in these feelings of feeling, you know, upset and impacted by my trauma and stuff, like all this stuff I've been talking about, the only reason that I can like now kind of depart from that is because I've been able to express it and talk about it today. So it is this kind of thing where it's like the departure from these feedback loops and these karmic cycles is not... It's so easy for me to feel as soon as I've like expressed them, I just want to like go back to shaming them and be like, well, now I finally don't have to like deal with that shit anymore. And I don't, you know, and then it just recreates itself again. So it's like, it's not like I'm saying to um, not speak about this or to disconnect yourself from this on a conscious level. I'm just saying that like, putting resources, being able to live in this flow of natural um, existence comes from expressing the trauma or expressing whatever needs to be expressed is what allows the space of existing naturally. That's what I'm saying. But there's all these feedback loops and momentums and stuff going along with that. Um, Yeah, so that's like what I feel is important to say. And then basically just to kind of like tie things up and wrap things, open things up and tie things up and wrap things open and end the show and begin your new life living now in the moment. Um, (laughs) What the fuck? Um, Is what I'm saying is, um, uh, yeah, I've been dancing between these two things of just like, this is what music does for me. It's like when I when I am able to lose myself in making music, which I haven't been able to do for a while because of again I haven't expressed my trauma enough to allow the space for natural existence enough to get this energy moving. But um, music has been this guide for me where it's like when I was I was going through this again just classic existence of being extremely isolated and lonely and not able to be involved in any sort of relationships or groups of people that are not constantly traumatizing and distorting my existence and putting all this fucking stupid ass baggage shit onto me i can go from being deep into that place and then losing myself in music completely and then just like being like i'm just gonna go for a walk because i've been able to express myself and through music or just through talking um, like I'm saying, it's all the same. You know what? 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 what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> don't shy away from expressing um, uncomfortable feelings or things that are difficult. But be aware that if you express those things to people who are engaged in these these conditions, then it will backfire on you. But if you are able to find a way to express into a neutral zone through speaking about about what you've been going through or through some sort of 
creative or physical expression. It allows for um, this this nice stuff to happen. And yeah, I said this is going to be 45, 47 minutes long, and it is going to be 47 minutes long unless I messed up the timeline again. So thanks for listening. Bye.